Welcome to Casual Talk Radio Podcast found at casualtalkradio.net. My name is Leister, I'm your host. Thank you for dialing in today, whether you're an existing subscriber or a new listener. We welcome everybody. Got a couple things to get out of the way first, and then we're going to get right into our topic for today. Casualtalkradio.net. That's our website. Check it out for all of our different podcast episodes, past and present. We're constantly making updates. We're refining the website experience. If you have any feedback, we'd appreciate hearing it. You can hit the contact link at the top, fill out the form, come straight to us. You can also leave us a voice message if you want to leave your thoughts on audio, and it may be played on the air. Who knows? Let's go ahead and get into our topic for today. Gentlemen's world's going to be real slim here, folks, mostly because my food's here and I'm hungry and I want to eat, but I wanted to make sure I get the episode up in time because I always commit that I'm going to do so. And this will be the last time we speak, probably till Monday. I want to tell about my plan just so you're in the loop. The current plan is I should be out of here either Friday night or Saturday morning. I haven't committed which that's going to be. I'm just going to take my car. I'm not going to buy another car. I bound me back and forth and decided it's not worth buying another car here because the inventory sucks in this state. So there's inventory in California, inventory in Arizona, inventory in Texas, inventory everywhere else, but this damn state. So I am not going to be buying another car like I plan to. I'm just going to bite the bullet, drive what I've got up there and uh, see how it works. And my vehicle is not that large. So I've already allocated what needs to go up with me clothes, most assuredly. And, you know, a couple of the knickknacks, bathroom stuff and that sort of thing. Then I'm going to hit the road. I'm going to be navigating south around the Rockies, going through a few states. The estimated time is roughly about a day and a half by my measure. When I say a day and a half, I'm saying the drive time will be 16 hours, roughly, I'm guessing, for uh, on the Saturday. That's why I'm not sure if I'm going to do Friday evening so I can add a little bit of head time do a hotel evening and then set out for the remainder. Or if I just hit the road on Saturday, drive the vast majority Saturday, my guess is that should hit me somewhere around Iowa ish. And uh, then do the rest of it on Sunday. I haven't decided any of this. I have to figure that all out. That's what's on deck. I don't know exactly what day, but I'm still chipping away at my packing. I got all my paperwork. We're talking Papers that I've had since like 2003. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I've had, you know, old pay stubs and old W-2s and things. I've just, I purposely kept here. I'm saying, okay, I'm going to let them go because I haven't needed to touch them. So I'm going to be cleaning all out. I went from two, well, one and a half crates full of papers that I've had over years down to a handful. That's amazing. Vast majority are shred. So that's all cleaned up. Uh, My clothes are all packed up except for the ones I need for video, you know, for my endeavors. So clothes won't be that much. I'm starting to do my kitchen desktop appliances. There's only uh, four left, five left. So, and then that's a wash. And then the rest of the kitchen stuff won't be that much. And then my medicine cabinet is all packed and ready to go. Then that just leaves the remainder of the stuff that's in the living room. There's not much there. The last bits, and I'll have to figure out what Friday's going to look like, but I'm going to be requesting the shipping containers to show up Friday. And the thing is, I want to get some moving help too. So that's why I haven't decided if I'm going to do Friday or Saturday, because I still have to work Friday. So I got to see what that's going to look like. I think what I'm going to do is just kind of bounce back and forth. I'll do the um, movers 
and coordinate, just run back and forth between the computer, make sure everything's good. Junk hauler to clean out stuff on the other side of the car because I'm filling up one side of the car with junk, one side of the car with containers that need to go and see if I can just crash course that on Friday. It'll be cutting it close. If I can get all the stuff in the crates Friday, the plan is I have to see how long it'll take to get up there. And I'm guessing probably about a week before I'll have all my stuff up there. That means I'll probably be shacked up in a hotel for a week until all my stuff arrives because I need to have, I won't have any furniture. (laughs) And so that's kind of my tentative plan. What that means, unfortunately, uh, is that there will not be, uh, I'll still be able to do podcasts because podcast is pretty easy. I can use pretty much anything anchor.fm to their credit, as you heard, lets me record on a uh, mobile so I can use my tablet to record those. It just won't sound as good, but I can still do the recording in just, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and I'm out. Plus, I'm in the hotel. I'll have some internet. So I will be doing podcasts during that week, even though I'm stuck in a freaking hotel. That's that's on deck to get that done. The other piece I'll talk about here real fast is as I was doing all my cleanups and cleanouts and everything else, I realized I bought a lot of new stuff for the new place. I'm trashing a lot of old stuff and stuff that just, you know, like old boxes and extra stuff. As I cleaned out the closet, I realized I had a bunch of stuff I really just didn't need. Stuff that I probably should have put in some secure container in places. And some memorabilia, things that you know I've had since like the 90s that I now put in a box so they're better protected. So my call to action to you on that one is, Be considering whether you're in a situation where you need to be thinking about memorabilia or important documents and having them in a better place than where they might be. And perhaps you're better at than I am. And then lastly, I've got cash. So just in case, you never know, cash on hand. Plus I have a bunch of fives. I need to get more fives, but a bunch of fives for tips because I'm not paying interest on tips. I don't put it on a card. Everything's good. Um, I've got the money in the bank. The money in the bank is done and dusted. Rent is paid. I'm going to pay it again. But my goal and intent is to get the hell out of here before uh, the February rent is due at the current place. I can just say, screw you guys. They did make it right for the table, but them trying to charge $450 just to have guys come here and steal my table. Ethically, I've got a problem with it. So that's my situation. Now, topic, I said this won't be too long. Topic today is around something that happened, and this was on the Endeavor. And I don't know if you're in this situation. Perhaps you're not. And I I suspect it's not just IT, but here's the problem. We have a lot of people, for whatever reason, who don't understand specialists. Specialist is somebody who is a specialist in their craft. They're doing what they're paid to do. And it's what they're paid to do. You're not really supposed to question that person and how they do it. Their job is to get you to an outcome. As long as they get you an outcome, it doesn't really matter how they did it. And I think a lot of people don't understand this. I didn't understand it back when I was younger. So I can understand if it's an age thing. In this case, it's not. But what happens is I use the analogy about a plumber all the time. If a plumber comes to your house, they have tools they know they need to use. They know why to use them. They know how to solve problems. Customers should not tell the plumber they can't use that wrench because it's red. And that happens a lot in my line of business. And it's annoying because I'm a specialist in my craft and I don't tolerate somebody telling me how to do my job. Now, the beauty of my situation is that because I am a consultant, I can walk whenever I feel like it. Ethically, I give them notice and just say, fair warning, if you don't fix this, I'm gone. I did that before. This happened in my endeavor. 
back in 2019 that I, my first one, the very first one I ever signed, this was April, 2019. I signed them and everything was cool at first. Then in 2020, so around the pandemic starts, right? And I signed a second client. That client um, had to disable. Here's the connection now, six degrees of separation. Turns out that the second endeavor, the one I signed in 2020, used to actually be, uh, or it was a different organization, but they, something happened where my current second endeavor actually sold part of their business to my old second endeavor. Very weird. So it's like, okay, that's a, that's a weird, and it's the same contact. So the person who pays me is the same contact for both. It's like this weird, so they're a large network we're talking here. And that, that other endeavor, I really miss working with them, right? But the first one, way back in early 2020, I kept them through the pandemic. When the pandemic started, they cut hours on me. So I was scheduled basically to get paid a lot of freaking money, and then they cut hours to the point I was basically making minimum wage, if we're honest, because as a consultant, I have to pay my own benefits. I have to pay my own health care, taxes, all that is on me. So I essentially was making minimum wage. I told them, you know, the guy I was working with, look, I'd love to help you, but I'm not paid to do this stuff. I'm not doing it for free. And you got to tell your company to open up the books. Fast forward. Now they're cutting hours. They let the contract expire at least twice where I wasn't paid for like week spans because of their broken process. Fast forward a little bit more. They start trying to make me go to, quote, unconscious bias training. That was the last straw. And I'm like, screw you. I'm not doing that because I'm a consultant doing technology. I'm not your employee. I'm not doing this. I need you to tell them to back off. I tried fining them. I tried fees. I tried penalties. I tried everything. They wouldn't let go. So I told the contact at the time, I'm not doing it, and I'm going to keep fining you guys until you stop it. They still wouldn't stop it. And then it was always this argument. Why do we have to pay the fee? You don't tell your client, I'm not doing this. And the fee goes away. Well, they're not going to do it. Okay. So then I gave notice. Done. Not doing this. Walked away. Then it was hard to get another client during this pandemic period. Very hard. Many of the companies, I had a couple of prospects and they're like, yep, we need you to be in the office eight hours a day. Screw that. Because number one, there's no need to in my line of work as evident by the two I'm here, I've never stuffed foot in an office. I don't need to. The work doesn't require it. And I won't do it. I've adamantly refused. So there's this, but also this is the pandemic. We're talking about spreading this COVID around. It doesn't matter how you feel about COVID. It doesn't matter what you think. It's still an illness that we know is a legit thing. So it's unethical to force people in an office when you know that that's contributing to the spread. Government's talking about, no, you need to let people work from home. You need to do this. These prospects refused. So for this span of time, I'm pushing back. I had at least 20 prospects, each and every one of them, to a T. Got to be in an office, got to be in an office, including the one who was about to be my third prospect here back in September 2022 that I told you about that was going to be a full time. By the way, if you're new, welcome. I'm telling a story and refreshing about something that's happened in the past. So you wouldn't have known this. In 2022, September, I was going to sign a third endeavor. I have two endeavors. My full-time, I'm a contractor. I do contract work. So I was going to sign my third. It would have been full-time. But I told them, I'm not going to do X, Y, Z. It still has to behave like a contract deal. You're not going to dictate to me. Because I see employers try to dictate to their workers. That's why I became a consultant. I'm not going to do it. So now... I had at least 20 different prospects, all of them trying to cram me in the office, including the company that would have later been, they later changed it, but that same company. So I rejected them all. 
well, I'm running out of, you know, I had hired a couple of people to do a marketing campaign. I'm running out of reserves, money reserves, but I'm making some of it work. And then I had to do some tap dancing to kind of get some stuff going, had to sell some stuff, had to do some tap dancing. I was not going to resort to blood transfusions. That would have been like extreme. That's not going to work. Right at the very cutoff, when I'm at the wit's edge, I signed my first current first endeavor. That's May of, of 2022. And I've been working with them and we're on a good path and we're ramping up and doing good stuff. And I think I'm making an appreciable impact on people to help them understand how it's supposed to work. Work that customer. Then the second endeavor signs in August. I didn't actually start until October because they had a jacked up internal process. Meanwhile, the third one that was going to work full time, but I told them it needs to behave like a contract. They lied and then tried to treat me like a slave. And I told them to kick rocks because I'm not going to do it. This is right about to start. They came up with all these things. They charged me $200 to work there because I had to go get um, a fingerprint thing. So I had to pay for that. And then I had to pay for this. They didn't tell me all that or I wouldn't have accepted the role. And then the pay was not what I asked for. They, they tried to low on me. Like everything sounded good when I talked to them. And then they tried to cheat me, right? So I told them to kick rocks. So I have the two endeavors now. Now, where I'm going with this is when I say, as a specialist, there's things I won't tolerate. One is I will not be tolerating being told what to do. Because as a consultant, contractor, gig worker, whatever you refer to it as, I call the shots. I work for myself. I don't work for the other person. I'm here under a contract, and the contract tells me I have to do X, Y, Z. That's all I'm going to do. If you want more, you will pay me more. Now, my second endeavor pays me the rate I really want, but it's a W-2 contract, which means they have to do tax considerations, which sucks. The first one's 1099, so the tax is on me and I can control it. As I'm thinking now, okay, my second endeavor, this contact over here is trying to dictate how to do my job again. He was in the way before, but now it's getting worse. So I told my person that I report under, and he's an awesome guy, by the way, this guy, told him, got to fix this thing. I'm going to label set and lay out ultimatum to them. You need to fix this guy. Anytime he asks me a question, I'm going to give my answer and he will accept it silently. He will not question me. The next time he chimes up and questions me and won't back down, I'm going to give notice and I'm out of here because I got to force the issue because I'm not going to play this. Well, the reason I told all that is you, you either work full time or you don't, right? You either work or you don't. You're a contractor or you're not. There's a situation that applies to you. It doesn't actually matter if you're a contractor or not. doesn't matter if you're full-time or not. doesn't even matter if it's the workplace or not. Any situation where you know that you have certain special skills that apply to you that they don't have, nobody should be trying to step on your front door and tell you what to do because you are the one with the special skills. And each one of us has some special skills that we bring to a table, whether that's work, school, whatever, personal Whatever it is that you bring and you know that the person across you doesn't know what the hell they're talking about, in my opinion, and it's only my opinion, you should never allow them to try to dictate to you or control you if they don't have the knowledge. And we know they don't have the knowledge. They're just talking out of the side of their face. In some cases, you can't help it, especially if you're full-time. Let's say your boss. Your boss says, you tell them this is going to take about two weeks to do this project or something. They're like, well, we need it in three days. Do, 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 and they don't understand all the different nuances and things. And you can do your best to try to explain it to them and they still won't get it. Now I've been in that situation. I was just in that situation in 2018, actually, 
And I chose to walk. I chose to walk away because I wasn't going to let this person dictate to me. This put me in a spot because I had to find something else. Obviously, the bills had to be paid. But I feel that your mental and emotional and spiritual well-being matters more than, and it's going to be harmed if you got this person or people that are basically disrespecting you. So I'm simply sharing the message. I don't believe any person who you know lacks what you have is trying to tell you something where you know they're, they don't know what the heck they're talking about. I don't believe that a person should stay in that situation because all it's going to do is bring you down. And as it brings you down and holds you back from where you could be. Now, people talk about burning bridges, quote unquote. I'll tell you this straight up. I have never had a situation where there's a quote burned bridge. There are people that I can lean on if I needed a reference and I'll tell them straight. I'll give you any reference you want from the vendor of the software. They'll vouch for my credibility in the work that we do. Well, we need a supervisor. Deep, deep. No, you're not getting that. You're not getting a soup. You're not getting a manager. I work for myself. Have done for years now Four, actually, you will not get this. You don't need it. I can give you references from the software that you're hiring for. That's who's going to give you the best reference of, that my competency doing the work. It doesn't matter because you're going to call them and, oh, would you hire them again? And they can lie. It can, Maybe it's just a random person. They can lie. It's all a joke. I knew that and I accepted it. And so I put myself in a position where I wasn't going to allow somebody to dictate to me because there's no reason. It's all about the work that needs to get done. As long as I can back up what I say, everything else is cool. Now, I'm fortunate to have two endeavors. And that's the reason I have two endeavors and have balanced the two endeavors. Because if one of them starts acting up, it's almost like having two women, two lovers, which I don't like saying, but it's true. If one of them starts acting up, I could just go over here. That's what it is. That's how the workplace is meant to be. In the first endeavor, then they did an announcement to all the other staff, the full-time folks, and let them know if you have a side gig, you need to document who it is that you're, what you're doing. If you're working, you're making a salary because they want to be aware because you have to be basically on the job for eight hours as a full-time worker. But the person that I report under is cool about it. She just says, we know, hey, people got to make the money, do whatever. At the end of the day, as long as you get your work done, I don't really care, which is a great way to think. But she's the exception to the rule. Many of these managers don't accept that answer. I actually had one where we were about to close the deal. This is a contract. This is uh, 2022, actually, I believe. Contract, about to close the deal. Actually, it was late 2021. About to close the deal. Everything sounded good. I was cool with it. They were cool with it. The money was right. Everything was great. The contact that worked it contacts me and says, well, they don't like that you're working over here. Deep, deep. I'm like, okay, so what? What is that effective? Well, there could be a conflict. of a deep, deep, deep. No, there's no conflict. It's a different industry. I don't work in their industry off the side. It doesn't matter anyway because at the end of the day, we sign a thing that says, because the concern is work product. When you work for a company, whether full-time or not, you work for a company, you create things as part of the company, that's called work product and is the ownership of the country, company that you make it for. No problem. I sign an agreement. It's your product. I don't care. And you can have me sign a non-disclosure. You can have me sign a privacy agreement. It doesn't really matter. I'll sign whatever you want if that makes you happy. No, we want you to quit and turn off your bit. They wanted me literally to shut my business off. And that's why I told them to kick rocks because I wasn't going to do it even if I wanted to. If you didn't know, turning off a business is much harder than spinning one up. I can spin up a business in 30 minutes. Turning it off is a huge thing. You have to cut off your business registrations. You got to update the IRS. You got to turn off all these different things. You have to document a bunch of stuff. You have to find all this bank accounts and all this. It's a pain. And I wasn't going to do it 
for this one company where it had nothing to do with them. The fact I got a company is the whole reason I found them in the first place. My point, my whole purpose here, I, I put my foot down on things where it's ethically wrong and it doesn't matter because as I said, I have two endeavors now. So clearly we are talking these exceptions, these companies that they got a big head about them. Their pants are a little bit too big and they're trying to step into turf that's not theirs and I don't allow it. I push back and I would advocate anybody listening to me here, consider if you are a specialist in your craft, whatever your craft is, consider not allowing people to step on you. Consider whether it makes sense to push back. And I understand in some cases you don't have the luxury to do it. Just consider putting yourself in that position if you can to where you can tell people, no, this ain't going to fly. This is how we're going to do this and we're going to move it forward. And if you don't want to do that, it is what it is. You may love your job. No problem. If you love your job, continue what you're doing. I'm talking about situations where if even in the job you love, you are being disrespected and you know that's happening, where you're not being allowed to do your job effectively, that's a disservice to you. It's a disservice to the company. So it's actually ethically up to you to speak up and say something and defend yourself and defend the company interest. Go to HR if you must, but don't allow anybody to trample on your contributions. Because at the end of the day, that's really all you have left. That company doesn't care about you as an individual. They care about the work you're doing, hopefully. They don't care about you as an individual. If you got sick or you got in a car accident or something else, they'll say, you know, well wishes or anything else, but then they'll ask you when you're going to come back to work because that's how businesses work. So create a clean separation between your personal life and what this business is doing, where they're trying to trample on, make sure that you push back. Always keep that separation. Always maintain control of what's yours and your skills that you bring to the table are more valuable than what that company's trying to offer you. That's all we've got here today on Casual Talk Radio, Gentleman's World. Hopefully it's been informational, educational, and helpful for you. We upload every Monday and Wednesday, so we'll be back for our next episode. Whether you're a subscriber or not, we appreciate you for dialing in today. We know you've got choices. We will be turning back on our guest cadence. We are doing the screening process that's coming very soon. Keep up to date with what we're doing at casualtalkradio.net. You can also subscribe at the bottom to get alerts whenever there's a new episode posted, or you can add it to your platform of choice. For now, take care, and I will see you on our next upload.